What's up, Tara? Hi, how are you? Doing pretty good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm about to go on vacation soon. It is very much needed. Very exciting. I'm sure there's music involved in this excursion. Always, always. Music is pretty much always why I'm leaving my house. (laughs) If I have to leave my house, it will be because of music. Right. I'm going to see Cruel World Fest Hmm. in California. Sweet. Which includes Susie from Susie and the Banshees, a much long-awaited return to the stage and to the United States. So I'm very, very excited to see her. Yeah, that'll be great. Awesome. Yeah. Who else is in the lineup? Yeah. Iggy Pop. Oh, hello. The Legend. Nice. The Human League. Uh, Adam Ant. Oh, so this this is like for real, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's for real, for real. And it's a lot of, you know, throwback folks. I went last year and it was um, Psychedelic Furs, Blondie, Morrissey. Wow. And he was actually pretty good, yeah, actually, yeah. I have to say. He was he was very good. That's so cool. Oh, Pill. Yeah. Cruel yeah. World Fest. Wow, so many festivals happening uh, this time of year, just all year. I, I see these posters come out every year with the lineups. And I swear, it's like the threshold of font size where I stop knowing who the artists are is getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> like once upon a time, I could recognize names all the way down to the fine print. But now it's like, who are these people? So yeah. I'm going to have to make a concerted effort to do some like deep diving into these these lineups. I feel yeah. I I am starting to feel the same way. There's always the huge ones that I know. But even then, sometimes they're so huge and I'm kind of a, I don't know, I'm not, it's not that I'm a nerd or like too cool, you know, I just, I don't sometimes do deep dives on very, very popular people or if I've tried like one or two songs, I'm like, nah, it's not really for me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to be a naysayer, but I feel like I'm kind of being a naysayer right now. <laughs> well, I just noticed like as a function of time, you know, getting, growing up a bit and then also post-COVID, a lot of people's listening habits have changed. And I wonder, have your habits changed? Like, how do you like to find new music? Has that stayed the same or has that changed? Yeah, my habits definitely have changed a lot. I used to be looking, always searching for the newest things. Back in, I want to say 2013, 2014, maybe even 2015, I was using RDO instead of Spotify or Tidal. And they had a page that did not prioritize new music based off of like how much marketing budget you got or anything like that. Um, It was just the listing, a straight up listing of everything released that day. And I loved it so much because I would just comb through it. And I would find so much music that I liked and I could save it. But now I, I'm i not really using a lot of publications either like I used to. I mean, you know, blogs used to be a big thing back in the day too. And so I don't know, I'm just not really finding much new stuff these days unless it's delivered to me by some algorithm. <laughs> right, yeah. Or, you know, recommendation from friends or whoever else. Yeah. What about you? Same, I guess. Um well, mainly, mainly my partner, <laughs> he always, cause he knows exactly what I'm into and, you know, he's in tech, so he pretty much can just like work and listen to music all day. So, and he knows what I like. So he'll always drop gems on me every once in a while of new artists to check out and they're always great. So he's kind of like my main resource, you know, 
in terms of like really, really new artists that I haven't been exposed to. And usually it's really random. Like maybe I'm watching a TV show and like the the song in the background catches my ear. I'll hunt it down online, you know, to figure out what the song is. Yeah. What else? I guess every once in a while I'll look at those, you know, top 23 artists to look out for in 2023. Like those kinds of, those kinds of lists from magazines that I trust. Yeah. And again, and I, like I told you, I've mentioned this before, um, in the store on YouTube, they have those channels like, uh, colors, you know, that are really, really good at like breaking new artists, uh, domestic and international. They always have fresh stuff to listen to. So, yeah. Yeah. I also, I used to listen to music a lot more at work, but these days being neurospicy myself, I found that I, and and my roles at work have changed over time as well. And there's a lot more meetings and there's a lot more like having to conversate online and sometimes the words and having, you know, I can't listen to things with words whilst I'm working or also, yeah, if, it, it, if the music is intense, then I, I I will zoom in on the music and not pay attention to what I'm doing. So yeah, fair I have to listen to music way less than I used to whilst working, but I don't know, I guess that comes with yeah. a certain amount of responsibility. <laughs> Yeah, another another really good channel on YouTube is So Far. That's a good series as well for international breaking indie artists to check out. Yeah. Yeah. They have concert series um, too. So Far Sounds. Mm-hmm. And they bring yeah. like people to your living room and stuff like yep. that. I totally. don't know if they do that anymore because of the pandemic, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So- also, TikTok is a really good place to discover new music. There's always some people out there like, I found these artists, um, they have less than a thousand listens, check them out. Or it's just the, the like viral sounds that people are making their videos to. And I'm just like, oh, what is this? This is cool. You know? Yeah, I'm sure TikTok is huge, huge for music today. I am still adamantly resisting TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I will not download it. I'm sticking to it. Probably good because I spend way too much time on oh, TikTok. Oh God. But it's it like, would- now how I decompress, there's just so much funny stuff on there and also just like good up-to-date news because you're getting it from people who are like actually in the town that it's happening in. Yeah. Well, you've gone to see a ton of shows this year. We're stumbling on some new sounds that we like. How about we talk about some new artists that have uh, tickled our fancy recently? Yeah, that sounds good. And because I'm still in my like dad era, which I talk about all the time, listening to old music and new to me old music, I am ready and excited to hear of anything new that you have Mm. to share with me. Ditto, ditto, let's do it. I get kind of stuck in my ways sometimes. Oh, hi, welcome to the store. I'm Tara. I'm Natalie. Let us know if you need anything. We'll be back here behind the counter. So yeah, I would love to hear new stuff that you have. Do you want to start? Yeah, sure. I'll kick it off. Okay. So my first artist is Black Party. Black Party is Malik Flint, singer, writer, producer, based in LA, raised in Arkansas. He's got this really dope, like throwback pop soul R&B vibe that just feels really youthful and fresh. It reminds me of the kinds of R&B jams I was listening to in high school, like 112, High Five, Soul For Real, you know, that fun, carefree high school house party vibe, right? Uh, Uh, Yeah. Let's hear a bit of the track Dancing from his 2019 album Endless Summer. Darling, tell me, can I talk to you? Very smooth, very chill, very good. 
springtime summer vibes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could definitely hear this sitting by the pool or something on the beach. A little bit about him. In 2014, he moved to L.A. and Donald Glover signed him to his royalty collective, which led to Flint uh, contributing to some pretty high profile projects, including Childish Gambino's Awaken My Love, which won a Grammy, um, and the soundtrack to the shows Atlanta, Insecure, and Dear White People. And just last August, Black Party released his third album called Hummingbird. But I want to play one more song from him. That's one of my favorites. This one is from his 2016 album Mango, and it's called Summer Love. Baby, you can be my summer love. What you wanna get high, what you get in the car and drive with you, baby, you can be my summer love. Alright, so this is this is my favorite track from him so far. It's some some clear Frank Ocean energy going on. But uh yeah, I just think he's got good good sound, man. I like him. Cool. Black party. Yeah, that sounds cool. I've never heard of him before until today. So thank you for introducing me to him. But just off the bat, sounds like he has staying power, especially if you're comparing him to the Frank Ocean vibes. And yeah, Donald Glover, he has good taste. So yeah, I mean the the guy's he's already attached yeah. to a Grammy award winning project. So I think I think he's gonna right. be okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So okay, my first recommendation for you, Natalie, is from a lady called Nilufer. Nilufer? I don't know how to pronounce her first I'm name. I'm going to need you to spell she, that. Right. N-I-L-U-F-E-R. Nilufer. Yania. Her name is Turkish, but she lives in London. The song in particular that I just love to death is called Midnight Sun. Cool. Yeah, so she's an English singer-songwriter, and I found this song in particular thanks to Tidal's algorithm, and it's from her 2022 album called Painless. The song itself is kind of alternative rock-ish in moments, kind of trip-hoppy, and sometimes reminds me of that artist from the 90s called um, Reese or Rez. Take my hand and leave me Oh yeah, Reese. Remember her? Oh yeah. Yeah. Produced by Santa Gold, that album, which was top notch. Love it so much. It just has those moments that kind of blends the nineties alternative rock with trip hop, which I really love. I like that. Um and yeah, and, and this song really harkens back to that. But the album itself is also really cool. Laura Snapes. Oh, actually, before I get into that, really funny because I was sharing this song with my friends. I was like, hey, I'm kind of obsessed with this song right now. And my friend Kurt was like, uh, Tara, do you remember when we saw her at Shakinis? And I was like, no, I do <laughs> not remember that at all. Was I there? <sighs> Apparently it was. That's funny. So apparently I have seen her live, but I have no recollection of it whatsoever. Probably because I didn't know who she was at the time, so it didn't stick. Whereas me stumbling upon the song and just becoming obsessed with it, now I really like it. But um, yeah, her record, Painless, got a lot of really great reviews. Laura Snapes from Pitchfork says, Painless excels at a kind of subtle disclosure, relying less on power than it does texture. 
and immaculately sparing detail. I really like this one though. Chris Taylor of Line Best Fit wrote, crunchy, ethereal, and odd in its harsh beauty, painless is a record of contradictions that Yanya spectacularly weaves together. And bonus, on the deluxe version, you'll find remixes of the song Midnight Sun by Sampha, of all people, and King Cruel. Yeah. Plus, she does a cover of Rid of Me by PJ Harvey. Oh, nice. I'll have to check her out. I like her voice. It's kind of like, am I hearing this right? It's kind of like a little huskiness in there. And you said like there's some texture in there, some grit, but it's still really smooth and dreamy. Yeah, I like her sound. Yeah, totally. Very cool. All right. Number two, Yon Lapa. Just look, I'm just checking my brain to make sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, Yon Lapa. <laughs> so this is a four-member indie pop band out of Thailand that blew up oh. during the COVID quarantine years. Um, they debuted with an English single in 2019 called You. Just the letter U. All the years are so nice and soothing. Oh, yeah. So far. Yeah, I love their sound. It's very nostalgic, late 90s, dream pop kind of feel with the swirling, detuned guitars, you know. Um, their sound is soulful at times, a bit shoegazy at times. Feels kind of like the Sundays with a splash of Kali Uchis, if you can imagine that combo. <laughs> but I love the singer's voice. It's very sweet and effortless. It's like she's just talking or just kind of purring at you. Here's a more recent track from them, actually released in late 2022. I love the bass line and the guitar solo in this one. It's called Is That True? I think you'll like this song. I heard a few of their videos and I think I thought specifically of you. They've got some cool, cool tracks. They do have some tracks that are like full on shoegaze. And I'm like, this would, this would be Tara's jam. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great that's track. Good. I haven't been able to find out much more about their background story because it's probably mostly in Thai, but their music is great and you don't need to understand Thai to appreciate that. So check them out. Yeah. Similar to the last one, I feel like this could be such good beach music. Oh, yeah. I'm, you know, sitting there, not doing anything, just chilling on the beach. Like a Mai Tai. Oh, it's perfect. With a cocktail. Perfect, yes, perfect. perfect. Very chill. <laughs> um, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, so much music blew up during COVID. I don't know where my brain was, because I feel like I just completely checked out at during 2020 onward, and I just couldn't listen to music for some reason. Like, I just, like, shut down. And now I'm coming back and figuring out, holy crap, look at all of these artists who have just, like, blown up streaming music from their bedrooms during COVID. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think I kind of dealt with the same, but more so it wasn't that I stopped listening to music. It was more so that I really leaned into the older stuff for some sort of like comfort and nostalgia, I think. Yeah. Or like the stuff you already had in rotation. I'll say that. I was just listening to the stuff I had in rotation and I wasn't really like experimenting that much. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot to sort through. Also, I want to say like, if you're into this sound, uh, this kind like there's, there's this indie pop surge that's been happening for a few years now in Southeast Asia. They've got some really incredible indie bands, indie artists down there. So if this is your vibe, highly recommend doing some exploration. 
also related, there was this band from Taipei, Taiwan, called Sunset Roller Coaster, and they're a five-piece sort of jazz-influenced synth-pop band, and they were on the Coachella lineup. So yeah, you're right. Like there's this whole synth pop new thing happening over there. Sunset Roller Coaster. I've never heard of them. Hmm. I'll have to check them out. And you've you've seen them live? You saw them at Coachella? Or? Uh, I saw them on the you know virtual stream oh, okay, yeah, live yeah. stream. Okay, cool. Coachella. Nice. Cool. My next new to me music is one I can't remember if I learned about this from TikTok or Tidal, but the album came out in 2020. The album was called Watch This Liquid Pour Itself. It's from the artist OK Kaya, and the song is called Mother Nature's Bitch. That's cool. That did not sound the way I expected from the title. <laughs> uh, but OK Kaya is Norwegian-American musician and actress living in New Jersey. Um, the song to me is kind of like post-punk, like sort of disco pop. But on the album, you'll find a lot more varieties of genres, kind of uh, maybe starting even from folk and beyond. But um, I really enjoy this album and I can hear tinges of Kate Le Bon maybe a little bit mm. and also like Wet Leg. And then in this song in particular, um, which is what drew me in, she sort of talks, sings a little bit and almost sounds like she could be Mother Nature herself, just kind of singing to everyone or talking to everyone. And then also I was a little bit reminded of Royston Murphy when I when I listened to this song. And I don't know I like why, that. but something. Mm. But yeah. It, she seems like kind of playful, yeah. How she's playing around with her vocals and... Yeah. Have you seen her perform at all? Like, what, what's her stage vibe like? I haven't seen her perform ever, no. I would like to. I bet it's good. It seems fun. Cool. That's, I don't really know much out. about her, though, yeah, to be honest. She's cool music. How'd you find this again? Either Tidal recommended it or it was in on TikTok. I mm. can't remember. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Okay. Next up, we have... Death's Dynamic Shroud, and this is an American electronic and vaporwave trio with James Webster, Tech Honors, and Keith Rankin. So here's the first song I ever heard from them. Uh, it's the first track from their 2021 album, Faith and Persona, called Tear in Abyss. Yeah. I love this song. I love the chorus so much. It, it bumps. I love it. The vocal samples in here are from pop stars Kelsey and Demi Lovato. So they've got lots of vocal samples from modern pop songstresses throughout the album that you might recognize. And I think the way they chop up vocals and put the pieces together is really, really neat. They've got like a ton of releases spread across the last decade, but in 2020, COVID era again, they launched the New World Mixtape Club, which is a subscription service on Bandcamp. And if you sign up, you gain access to Death's Dynamic Shroud's exclusive monthly mixtapes. And so they take turns producing these mixtapes. But Faith and Persona was produced solely by Rankin and was his first appearance in that production rotation. Uh, the album was really well received and really amplified their visibility. So in 2022, they released their latest album, Dark Life. 
And here we get, for the first time, production contributions from all three members. Here's the track, Judgment Bolt. I think the album is super creative. I think it's really engaging to listen to, a lot of fun ideas. Um, I don't know how into Vaporwave you are, Tara. How are, let's, let's start there. How into Vaporwave are you? <laughs> I used to be more into Vaporwave. Yeah. Uh, I'm also drawing blank on the one guy who I was like super into. But yeah, I used to be more into Vaporwave. Less so now, but it's not that I don't like it. I just don't really follow it so much anymore. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it had this huge surge over the last few years that it's kind of been tapering or like leveling off at least, you know, or maybe it's just gotten too oversaturated. But hearing this group, I don't know, it feels like something fresh in the space, like something pushing the limits in Vaporwave and driving it forward. So I'm pretty excited about their music. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds sounds wild. I mean, yeah, the one, the first song you mentioned, listening through each section that I listened to just briefly doing a preview sounded like a new song in each section, mm-hmm. but it was all one song. And then the album art on both those albums, really cool. So yeah, uh, check that out for sure. Cool. Uh, okay. Yeah. My next one is from 2023. It's a brand spanking newish one and it's also international. The song I heard in particular to get me to this album is called Contra Corriente and it's by Vanessa Zamora. Contra Corriente She has a really pretty voice. So pretty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Vanessa Zamora is a Mexican singer, songwriter, and composer. This song in particular is from the album Dama Leona from 2023. And the song itself is a beautiful orchestral ballad, but as it progresses, turns into this more of a like joyful little bop. Her voice is so sugary sweet, but also sultry at the same time somehow. And reminds me a lot of Julieta Venegas, which is another Mexican artist. On this album, there's a song called Lento, and Julieta also has a huge hit called Lento. So there's some really nice uh, similarities there, things in common. But she also reminds me sometimes a bit of Kali Uchis, you know, more a bit more pop um, than Kali, but also, yeah, like less R&B soul vibes. Yeah, I really like this album. Highly recommend. Hmm. How many albums does she have? Is she like really new or... I don't know. Uh, I don't think she, I think she has previous records. Um, I'm not sure how many, maybe, maybe two, but I'm definitely just making that up. I haven't done the deep dive on her. Just really checked out this album. Yeah, I can, I can hear the Kali Uchi's vibe in there. Good orchestration comes in, some strings. Yeah. Yeah, it is really pretty. Yeah. She has four albums actually. Oh, wow. This is her fourth. Very cool. I like her. Yeah. All right. So my last one is the artist Genevieve. Genevieve is very dreamy, neo-soul, again, 90s R&B throwback, a singer-songwriter based in LA, raised in Miami. Another pandemic breakout star with the release of her 2020 song and my personal favorite, Medallion. Mm-hmm. Ah, 
I love this song so much. It's such a vibe. It's only two and a half minutes long, so I list it twice in a row in my playlists because like once is never enough. I have to hear it twice. Um, yeah, so then things really took off when she dropped her second song, Baby Powder. So this track is massive. It has over 72 million streams at the moment, and she's currently signed to Interscope Records imprint Joyface. Uh, she dropped an album in 2021 called Division, as well as an EP called Rendezvous in 2022. So this woman is bound to blow up. Like her songs are just too cool. She's already got a huge following. She's just going to get bigger and bigger. And I'm, I think we're, I'm getting, having like a theme of this 90s throwback springtime vibes thing, you know, old VH, yeah. VHS tapes <laughs> kind of energy. Uh, the grooves are really smooth and velvety. She has this really honeyed voice, but it's got this like this clarity in her voice that balances everything out really perfectly. Uh, she reminds me of Amela Rue. Do you remember Amela Rue from oh, Groove yes. Theory? Oh, yes. Yeah. I love her so much. Yeah. Yeah. I like her vibes a lot. And that's a really good comparison, Amela Rue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think they kind of have similar sounds. Cool. Yeah. My last one is another international choice, but this is really just calling out a band that I just learned about, but they're from the 90s. There's a song on this compilation that I love, and it's called Caradilla. Levantarse. Levantarse Canadilla. And it's by this band called Nightfall in Camp. But the people who are in Nightfall in Camp were part of this group in the 90s called Pablo's Eye. Pablo's Eye is a collective of musicians and artists founded by this guy, Axel LeBeert, in Brussels. Um, he's a producer. And they've been around for over 30 years. They are super good. But, I, but yeah, I just found out about this band from this other band that I really enjoyed on this compilation. When I listened to more of Pablo's Eye, I was really kind of blown away at how, I don't know, it's it's cool, it's minimalistic, it's electronic, it's trip-hoppy, it's jazzy, overall just really cool. And I specifically love this album from 1995 called You Have a Yearning for Perfection. So actually, Nightfall in Camp came before Pablo's Eye. Nightfall in Camp was an 80s band from Brussels. This song in particular, and I don't know much about them at all. I don't even know if there's much out there to be learned about Nightfall in Camp. I, I'm not sure. I didn't look them up. But once I learned that the members of Nightfall in Camp founded Pablo's Eye, the song Caradilla is also in Spanish, but is very minimal cool but yeah they made up this band called pablo's eye and it's more like atmospheric minimal electronic music um but i just thought it was super cool i never heard of them before from the 90s they kind of seem a little ahead of the game for me but i guess right in line with some of the trip hop and electronic music things that were happening in Europe at the time. I love that you found them on a compilation album. That used to be my favorite way to find new yeah. artists. I dig it. I can hear it. The 90s dance. Yeah. yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Just kind of, I don't know. Cool. We got two for one in that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> true. 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 
Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's that's it. That's my list of new music that uh, I wanted to share with you. Yeah, Do you some have good more? trades. One no, more? no, I'm good. I'm done. Oh, oh, okay. You know, those are really fun picks too. I love how I feel like the first two are very well. I guess the last one too, very dreamy and chill vibes. Yeah, fitting for you. for the season. You know, want to be beachside with a cocktail and a book. I had a lot of international folks represented, which is interesting. I don't know what that means about myself right now. That means we are open and receptive to great music, no matter where it comes from. That's true. And that good music can be enjoyed by people all over the world, you know? Of course. Yeah. Well, this was fun. We should do this more often. I feel like we're in a 90s stage right now. Like we had a big jazz (laughs) thing last year. (laughs) Everything was very jazz. And now we're like pining for the 90s lately. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. It's just a pattern I've noticed. Me either. I mean, I often say the 90s was the best decade for music just because every genre is really having a moment. It was popping off. Yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, it's exciting. Country music, yeah. Country music, electronic music, house music was house music was on the freaking radio. I know, right? We had it Crazy. so good. <laughs> yeah, hip hop, pop music. But I like I like hearing the seeds though of of that music blossoming in these new artists and they're finding like ways to put fresh spins on these sounds, you know what I mean? So, it's it's really cool so we can still relate to it. Yeah. Yeah, even like Latin music in the 90s was huge. Oh, yeah. You know, we had Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin and... Oh, God. J-Lo. Don't get me started. My Ricky Martin phase. (laughs) How tragic. I was obsessed. Wow. Amazing. (laughs) We should do this again. I like this. We should... I agree. Be exposing each other to new artists because you always pick good things and, you know, I want to get some new stuff into the mix. Yeah, you too. I mean, you're always bringing amazing stuff to the table. Buckets that I'm never really listening to that much. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I like Bring to challenge Lord. you, Tara. <laughs> I like to challenge you. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Get me out of my comfort <laughs> place. Well, thank you for sharing those. I've got some fun stuff to listen to after work. Me too. Let's let's go. I have some projects to do over here. I need to alphabetize this section over here. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to clock out and I'll leave you to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Yep. Have a good night. Bye. Record Store Society is hosted by Natalie White and Tara Davies. If you'd like to contact the show, visit our website at recordstoresociety.com. Or you can find us on all your favorite social media sites with the handle at Record Store Society.